Welcome to the Fuck Saving Face podcast, where we're empowering mental and emotional health for Asian Americans and beyond by breaking through taboo topics. Life may not always be pretty, but it is indeed beautiful. Let's make your story beautiful today. Okay, it's about 4.30 in the morning and I'm recording this before I get on a plane to go to the Big Island to celebrate my birthday. So I'm turning 44, which for those of you who follow Chinese superstition, you would know that four is not the luckiest of Chinese numbers. However, instead of thinking it's double four, I'm going to say four plus four equals eight, which is a very lucky Chinese number. Originally, this episode was going to be me recording the top 44 things that I've learned this last year or maybe throughout my life. And then I realized 44 is a lot of things. (laughs) So instead, I'm just going to share that... One of the key things that I feel like I've been using a lot over lately, uh, especially with my experiences over the last year, is that I have been trying to pursue shortcuts for a really long time. I've always felt like behind. I've always felt like if you've listened to earlier episodes, I need to make the most of every single moment that exists. And because of the family environment that I grew up in, which was often very chaotic, um, traumatic, and you know, not with the kind of parental guidance that I needed, I would seek it from external sources. And I think that I did a pretty good job. You know, I've found really incredible people who I've learned from and being a perpetual super nerd, that's all I ever do. I'm just absorbing information. One of my partner's friends recently said to me, how do you have time to listen to all the podcasts, the audiobooks, to read, to do all the things you do? And my partner is like, well, you know, like she doesn't ever stop. And in fact, He's totally seen me listening to a podcast while I'm writing something, et cetera, et cetera. So he's like, she's listening to podcasts when she's doing dishes, like all that kind of stuff, which is true. And yesterday I was driving to go meet with a client and I just wanted the quiet. I wanted the silence. And over the last year and over the last few years and probably throughout my lifetime, I invested a lot of money in different coaches and courses and retreats and things that I hoped would give me the answer. And I'm not saying these things didn't help and they didn't get me to move closer to where I wanted to be or where I thought I wanted to be. But I just know that if I were more patient, if I believed in myself more, then I don't think I would have needed to invest in those resources. And there were a lot of results that were promised that it's always a little tricky in the self-development game where I think the default response can always be like, well, you didn't try hard enough or you aren't ready enough for that. And so, you know, I always try to do my best to take full personal responsibility, but it's tough because when you invest a lot of time or money or energy or trust, then you'd like to see those results. And so I think one of the lessons that I've learned this last year is that there aren't any shortcuts on this way to consciousness, let's say, or to awareness, not to wokeness, which is like the trendy thing that we've all heard, but just that self-mastery and that understanding or the answering of the question of why are we here or why am I here and what purpose do I have and how am I going to serve? And so I think this is why gratitude practices and journaling come into play because it's so easy to forget the small little things that happen each and every day. And just yesterday, my daughter said to me, mom, I really love your parenting style, which remember she's seven. So I asked her, well, what do you feel like my parenting style is? And she's like, well, you're generous and you're caring, you're giving, you know, you're fun but you also say no when, you know, 
I need to hear no and all these amazing things. And so moments like that, the other thing that I realized driving back from my client's office is I was designed to be a mom. And even though I helped raise my three younger siblings and becoming a mom was not at the top of my list, I'm very glad that living on Kauai, meeting my eventually ex-husband and, you know, all of the magic and the mana of the islands that that helped me understand that 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 Wilder wanted to come into being and I was supposed to be her mom. And so I always feel like I have been nurturing. I have been wanting to give my love and create that connection because that love and connection has always been one of the most meaningful things to me. But in the family of origin that I had or in the different relationships, the intimate partnerships that I formed, it wasn't always there. And when I was a yoga teacher, people used to ask, are you going to become a mom? I would say, no, you know, it's at the bottom of my list, if anything, I helped raise my three younger siblings, which, you know, including changing diapers, making lunches, doing bath time. I did all of those things from a very young age, but they would always tell me, you're so nurturing and I could totally see it in you. And there was a moment in a yoga training class when we were doing our advanced training where we did a prenatal course. So to feel like what it might feel like to become a parent, you know, we did the whole pillows under the belly just to try to see what adjustments might need to be made. And when I did that, my teacher at the time turned and looked at me and she's like, oh, you're going to make a great mom one day. I can see it. Like you're going to become a mother. And I was like, what are you talking about? And, you know, becoming a mother has been one of the greatest gifts of my life, if not the greatest. It's been one of the greatest adventures for sure. And absolutely trying and challenging and requires so much presence and patience. But I do feel like I was meant to love and that I'm okay embracing that now. And it's taken me a long time. And thankfully, my ex-husband's sister, when I was first pregnant, told me, it's okay if you don't bond with your baby right away. You know, she was just sharing that people have different experiences. And what we see in the media is not necessarily how it unfolds, which I was so grateful that she said that because it did take me time. I had peripartum depression. I had been very sick throughout my entire pregnancy with hyperemesis and then had postpartum. So it's been a journey to even connect with my daughter and allow myself to enjoy those moments and to not beat myself up, which has been part of my regular MO and to just, you know, enjoy this role that I'm happy to step into now. So I will leave you today with just an invitation to be kind to yourself, to be gentle. I had asked my friends when I planned a birthday gathering to email a Gmail address that I set up with birthday wishes and memories and stories. And I wanted to be able to open that up on my birthday and see all of these messages from the people that I love. And so I invite you as a birthday gift to me for this podcast. If it served you in any way, if you have any thoughts, or if you want to share your experiences, if you'd please email hello at fuck saving face FCK, that would be wonderful. I'd love to hear your thoughts. So for all of you celebrating milestones and birthdays, happy birthday, happy milestone to you. And I will see you next week. 
Want to support this podcast? You can do so in crypto. If you'd like to send your dollars, aka fiat currency, to me via the Cash App, which uses a super fast lightning network, I can convert it into Bitcoin. You can find me on the Cash App by typing in dollar sign Judy Tsui. That's T-S-U-E-I. But if you'd actually like to send me direct cryptocurrencies, email me at hello at fucksavingface.com and we can exchange crypto wallet addresses. More ways you can support the podcast are by sharing this with your friends, family, anybody you think might enjoy this. And remember to go get your copy of The Little Book of Tibetan Rites and Rituals at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Audible, or wherever you like to get your books. Make your story beautiful today.